Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 162, episode 5 of Dirt Daily Zeitgeist, a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness. It's Friday, December 4th, 2020, 40 something days until January 20th. My name is Jack O'Brien, aka. Mamas, don't let your babies grow up to be proud boys. Uh, that is courtesy of Vast Stampede. What a name. Uh, and I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co-host, Mr. Miles <clears throat> Gray. <clears throat> Let's just take it back to 1993 for a second. Now, in my younger days, I used to sport a shag. And when I went to school, it wasn't mom or my dad with an apple for my teacher because I knew I'd get a kiss. Always got mad when my mask didn't fit. But now I'm having sessions on Zoom, not asking questions. I don't know the answer. I'm just planted in this desk and need help with all my problems. It was never much until we were in the Zoom, but so out of touch. Oh, wow. I wish I could hold her hand and give her a hug. That part still actually tracks since we're so the distance. I, you know, you really wish you could. Uh, shout out to, well, let me just make it Kaka Shizzle on Kaka Shizzle? Discord for that wonderful Far Side inspired AKA. Shout out to the whole Far Side. And that album, Bizarre Ride, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we are thrilled to be joined in our third seat by the brilliant and talented Orlando Labor. Oh, thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Man, how great was the Far Side? Like so good, Jesus! Oh. Not that they're dead, but man, that <laughs> yeah. was a great time. That, that, that was a great time. The, yeah, man. That you just, I just automatically got uh, transported back to that time. Man, I had so much fun. Yeah, and, and that and that you, instrumental Farsight. is just classic too. So you know? yeah, it's like there's adding certain, so many things. Yeah, there's certain beats that instrumental. Uh, she keeps on passing me by instrumental. Uh, the Benjamins instrumental, mm-hmm. all about oh, the yeah. Benjamins. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, those are like certain beats that are just like timeless. They they yeah. carry on, man. Drop, fantastic, fantastic. Oh, I'm oh, Orlando yeah. Leba, man. Oh, sorry, yeah, you're yeah. Orlando Leba and hip hop yes, scholar. You know, yeah, no, yeah. no, not a scholar. I'm <laughs> okay, not gonna yeah. uh, uh, pr- a purveyor or a taster of hip hop. Yeah, t- yeah, yeah, taster, know. taster, mm-hmm. exactly. sampler. I remember uh, hearing uh, "Are You Experienced" by Jimi Hendrix the first time. And I, that's when I put together that, it, like, I was like, wait, this is from the Far Side beat. Because I had heard mm. the Far Side before Jimi Hendrix's Are You Experienced? Because that yes. whole, sh- 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 that part, I was yeah. like, wait a second. I thought they yeah. were okay. So I guess Jimi Hendrix didn't rip off Fat Lip. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. Uh, Orlando, what's, what's new with you, man? What, how is uh, social distancing treating you? Uh, it's treating me well, man. I I never knew I was so prepared like my whole life for this uh, social distancing pandemic. I didn't know that I was ready, like so prepared, like not to shake people's hands. Like I kind of, <laughs> I had an idea that I didn't like shaking people's hands, like just a feeling like, you yeah. know, I would look at certain individuals and like, uh, maybe I shouldn't. But I was still, you know, being a stand up comic, you do meet and greets. But now it's like I don't have to shake nobody's hand. And it's like I don't even feel bad telling people. It's like, oh, you know, I would, but I can't. We could yeah, die. You know, so yeah. Yeah. It's not a <laughs> we good could look. Die. You know, there's yeah. cameras yeah. around. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. And riding in elevators by myself is fantastic. It's like you get a whole nother uh like you have a like a vacation home. Yeah. I just realized I don't think I've been in an elevator. Oh, I oh, have, really? man. 
yeah. in a long well no the, the the when you just said that i'm like yeah yeah and i'm like wait uh-huh. when yeah it's was great i, I used to last? i used to feel bad when i'd be like no i'll i'll wait for the next one when there was only one person in the right. elevator now, just because i didn't want the awkward you know silence uh no but, it, it, yeah, i no. recently i went to the doctor and when i went to the doctor uh he taking the elevator they had a sign that said only one person yeah. per ride and i was like oh this is fantastic i yeah. love it and uh, and a dude actually tried to get on the elevator with me and i blocked yeah, him i sorry. was like no nah. and man. i pointed at the read sign the like sign. Yeah. read yeah. the sign homie and i didn't even hold the button i just let the doors yeah, close like, slow bro yeah can't let yeah. you in man not with those shoes yeah. on sorry yeah. man yeah. No. <laughs> come with some ladies next time we'll yeah. let you in and his face man his face was so like like he was just like, "What do you mean?" And like the <laughs> sadness that he he thought I was just deboying him. Like right, I was, right, trying, right. And I was like, "No, look at the sign." And when this elevator closed, his sadness brought me so much happiness. <laughs> I cannot lie to you guys. <laughs> You're like, I didn't even go to the doctor. I felt cured yeah, right there. <laughs> I, I felt great. I was like, "This is fantastic." I think we're learning just that there's a whole portion of the American population that had never been told they can't do something before yeah. right uh that yeah they just were not emotionally prepared to yeah. have to wear masks or not get a drink whenever they yeah. wanted to or get to not get to ride an elevator with yes. orlando leba yes. uh, and yeah. the flip side of that is that other portion of people who've always wanted to tell people stuff like yo shut off Shut off your your speaker in the store. Like you're talking on speakerphone in the store. We all <laughs> right. like, right. but now it's like now we all feel like comfortable telling people, "Yo, like no, yeah. you can't ride Knock in this off. elevator. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can't ride in this elevator." This has empowered a lot of people that felt like they didn't have any type of power, and now they have a little bit of power. Hopefully, it won't go to their heads. Oh, sure it's gone to my head. My misanthropy is saving your life. Right. So. Yes. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's take a quick moment to tell the people what we're talking about today, and then we're going to get to know you a little bit better. Uh, We are going to talk about how we just had our worst COVID day ever, air horns. Um, Yeah, shit has gone real bad. Uh, We'll talk about Christy Noem. We're going to get to this story uh, because, yeah. just She is doing a bad job of containing COVID, but she's doing her best to contain a story about how she's bad at her job. Uh, We're going to talk about Trump's weird 46-minute taped speech and a new, just amazing figure that has charged onto the scene, uh, a drunk woman who testified at a hearing in Michigan about voter fraud. So we'll talk about her and just that That overall... What what a performance by uh, the presidents, all the presidents, men and women, uh, up at that Michigan hearing. We'll we'll talk about that. We'll talk about another one of the you know key witnesses in the in the case that there was voter fraud. Uh, the Kraken has been released in the form of uh, all of these star witnesses who we all have like really interesting. They're very colorful figures. They are star witnesses in that they are stars. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were born for the stage. Uh, we're going to talk about Bill Barr, Bill Barr Baggins, as Miles calls him. Mm-hmm. Uh, we feel we feel very sad for him uh, because his peoples have turned on him. We'll talk about uh, vaccine fraud, more culture war bullshit, and the big HBO Max announcement. 
uh, all of that, plenty more. But first, Orlando, what is something from your search history that's revealing about who you are? I just Googled search how to write the letter I in cursive. <laughs> Orlando, I, no. Yes. Capital? Like huh? J, I get F. No, cap, capital I, capital oh, I. Oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. one looked like a fucked up backwards L. Yeah, yeah, dude. And it was like, you know, I've been having this moment where, like, I'm wa- I'm watching The Crown, right? So <laughs> yes. by watching The Crown, you're, they, they use a lot of cursive. And it was my anniversary. My wife and I, we just celebrated 13 years married. Wow. And Congrats. I wanted to. Congrats, I was like, man. yo, I'm a thank you, man. It doesn't happen a lot, but yeah, I, I get it. I get it. Why people thank me? Uh, they congratulate us on that. But I'm coming up on 13 myself. So. Oh, dude, yeah, it's, yeah. it's beautiful, man. It's a beautiful. It, it, I I really feel blessed about it. So part of that blessing is like I want to express myself, and I say, man, it looks so cool to write her. So when I wrote her, her on her card, I wanted to write in cursive, and for the life of me, brother, I could not. <laughs> I was having a mini stroke because I could not <laughs> figure panic, out. Right? <laughs> panic, dude. I'm panicking. I'm supposed to get back to the house with the card. And right. then I just, so then I Google, I was like, oh, Google. And then I Googled the 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 letter I. And it was, a, yeah, it's a, like a backwards L, man. A backwards yeah. L, yeah. It's a mess. Ah. Yeah. I, I, the other day I was just, uh, there, or maybe when I say the other day, I'm quite literally, I mean, I think a year ago, we were talking about just how like cursive is, you know, most younger kids don't know how to write cursive or they're not even being taught cursive anymore. Mm-hmm. And I was just trying to be like, let me just run through my ABCs real quick. There were a few I would, I got caught slipping and I just kind of like, I was like, A, yes, I remember A, I remember B, C, yeah. J, I had a little bit of trouble with, Z, yes. I was fucking up. Uh, Q, like I know it's simple, but I I was just trying to just sort of stream of consciousness see if I had all that muscle memory. Is half of that shit's gone? The so uppercase shit, like the uppercase G, the uppercase Q, oh, that shit is yeah. wild. Like that, that yeah. last name ha- Gray. I needed to write that shit all the time, and I hated how my shit looked in cursive. Yeah. That I was like, I'm just writing Dude. all block letters. Fuck that. Yeah, Yo, man. Like you just threw me off. I can't even think like Can uppercase Q right now. <laughs> Like uppercase Q right now, oh, like I'll have a, I'll, I'll definitely lose sight in one eye. Look, trying to figure out how to write in. I gotta Google how to write in uppercase. I'm glad I didn't spell anything with yeah. Q on the letter. Oh, this shit looks yeah. like a two. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, no, it's straight I can't up two. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and, Never mind, and then the that. Z, the Z looks like a. I Jesus, I can't remember what a Z looks like either. Oh, Z it's like, is a like M a, that like got drunk halfway through and fell like, over. That's like a, a J throwing up gang signs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, what are you in season four of The Crown? Uh, yes, I just I, we finished it. Just nice. Now. I just yeah. I just started and I hit a like episode Where are you four. At? I'm just I'm season one episode oh, okay. four, and like it just feels like it's the same problem over and over again. Where it's just like her husband wants to like do whatever he wants, and she's like, but it's gonna hurt his feelings. I don't know they, yeah. There's a my wife and I both got tired of it episode four season one, but I think we're gonna push through because I, I hear it I, gets better. Yes, I think uh, plow through it. Uh, what you would want to do, what I highly recommend if you've hit that if you've hit that roadblock, is actually watch the documentary, and then the Winsters, and watch the documentary, okay. and then you ma- you start matching up. Oh, like this is even though it's scripted. 
this is oh, right. very accurate around what the things that were happening. Like, yeah. there's some bombshells in there that you're going to be, I don't want to ruin It'll it for you, but that's just me. Yeah. English history, no. I mean, episode yet. four had like a really interesting segment about uh, how there was just like a poisonous fog that hung over uh, London for a week and was like suffocating people. Yes. Yeah, there's like, there's real interesting history. It's just... The the people's problems are uh, somewhat repetitive and yep. boring, but yeah, I just read that the Queen Elizabeth watches the Crown and is like real into it, and I was like, yeah, I would, I would be too if you told my life story and had Claire Foy play me, yeah. like hell yeah, yep. that would no, be- and that's great. And what you get out of it is also like they said, yeah, we kind of what the Crown is is factual events that happen. And what we're writing is the possible conversations that took place right. behind closed doors. Right. But when you watch the show and you watch the documentary, you see them in private quarters having these conversations. And but there's like butlers and maids up against the wall. Right. Right. So it's like, yeah, <laughs> right. I know exactly who who spilled the beans on how these <laughs> right, conversations right. kind of yeah, went. Yeah. It's the people yeah. who are wide eyed the whole time looking at each other, like, did they just yep. say that shit? Yeah. There was a time I, I know we're going everywhere, but this is how my brain works. But there's uh there's there was a big time news article on Princess Die that people were like, How are they getting all this information? Uh and he wouldn't revealed the source and then once she passed away the actual source was princess die and he yeah. had the, and then he released the audio audio files of it because he of had her on oh, wow. yeah, yeah so it's like man it's dope it's it's cool seeing these people get uh free money every year and uh, <laughs> and property and everything is tax-free and yeah. diamonds and that's how that. i think i just like get tired of them being having the problem that like her husband wants to learn to fly and like <laughs> that that's literally that's a whole a plot what that's a whole yeah, yeah. plot nah, the man, the prime minister shit. and the cabinet are like having meetings where that's all they talk about yeah is is the that the husband of the queen wants to learn to fly I, and the maybe, flying I know, scenes yeah. are fucking dope though like the, <laughs> honestly really? yeah. honestly like that i googled halfway through the fourth episode i was like Yo, how much does this show cost? And it's yeah. apparently the most expensive show ever shot. And you can yeah. see it like every dollar up on the yeah, screen. Yeah, you see it. And and the fly, but then you know, you kind of like once you get invested into the show, you get into it. Like I was with the prime minister and them, and I was like, nah, don't let that fool fly. Because <laughs> that's just too much. That's like it's like you're constantly trying to avoid trouble. Why you want to add fly? And sure enough, for miles that you haven't seen the show, right? The first thing they do when they go out flying, guess what they do for for fun, for for giggles? What? They they turn off the engine on the airplane <laughs> and they just glide because yeah. it's so quiet. Like yeah. that uh-huh. that's what the prime minister is trying to avoid for yeah. this idiot to crash onto the ground and now we gotta dish that, out more money right, to right. do some <laughs> kind of funeral. Yeah, I didn't know that was a thing you could for do for some guy that isn't even landing. British. Yeah, some guy that wasn't. Oh, oh I'm giving yeah. away too much. Then. Giving away too much. <laughs> oh shit! Is he a spy? Ah, uh, dude, you gotta watch it, dude. Wow, now I'm back in. Suspect. There's a lot of suspect. Suspect. Orlando, what is something you think is underrated? Uh, something that's underrated. Uh, minivans. Yeah. Ooh. What kind? 
What you all mini vans. I like all mini vans. Okay. Odysseys, you know what I'm saying? Oh, Hondas, okay. I, yeah, yeah. I like a, I, I like a good minivan. They're easy to get in and out of. You you pick up a friend, you just hit the button, the door. The Pacifica now came Woo! out full full electrical. Yeah, dude. That, you just click, you hit the remote, the door slide back. You don't even got to get out of the car. People slide in, jump out, move on, keep it going. Yeah, you know it's what actually, they need to do as an added feature is a fog machine, so that every time the door oh, opens, shit. there's just fog coming out, just a little yeah. bit of fog rolling Fantastic. out of the bottom. Yeah. Or yeah, my, the, yeah, a bunch of blunts yeah. or something. You can just keep <laughs> them in the van, and when it opens, like, <laughs> yeah, my fond my fondness of it comes from like I grew up and like you know when you're a kid and you get a driver's license, you, you yeah, get whatever car. Yeah, so uh, my best friend Moses and his brother Cisco. The, the their mom just gave them the Astro van. So we right. just, like, our whole, most of our high school and into, like, those first years out of high school, we were we would all just ride together in the in the Astro van. Basketball games, clubs, and it was always, like, yeah. easy access, easy in and out, dude. Oh, yeah, those yeah. first cars are always legendary. Like, shout out my boy Ty. He, had, he inherited his mom's Ford Windstar. Uh, yeah. The 95 Windstar, and that shit was, we were fucking doing all kinds of dumb shit in there. And no one could tell you nothing. Nothing. You could, nothing. <laughs> nothing. You were like, yo, this might as well be a fucking Bentley. It's a sky blue Ford Windstar with the speakers <laughs> blown out, and we're like, yeah. <laughs> yep. What is something you think is overrated? In and out Burger. Go on. Thank you, sir. Thank you. It's not, it's, it's not, the fries ain't there. Yeah. It's, it isn't at that level. Uh, the lines is there. Uh, I feel like, you know, I have a decent palate for junk food. And when I eat In-N-Out Burger, that even though it's like, oh, it only it only travels yet so many miles to the restaurant. That's why we don't have In-N-Out Burgers all throughout the country. Uh, it, it's still, it doesn't, it, I, it's not worth the lines, man. That's, I guess, mm. what, what I want to it's a decent burger and decent fries, but it's not worth. You tell me Shake Shack, you know what I'm saying? I feel like I'm getting high cholesterol eating a yeah. Shake Shack. Oh, I yeah. love that. Throw in a nice little milkshake, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, a few in and out. I don't understand the lines at In and Out. I don't understand those people. Was it in Colorado or Montana where they were like getting Colorado, into right? The new one. Yeah, yeah, color. They were getting into fist fights in yeah. line, and I'm like, my guy, you're fighting over. A burger? Like, what is this? It's yeah. just the hype, you know? Yeah. I think, because yeah. that's why the one at LAX, I'm always like, y'all are fucking playing a joke on yourself. Because uh, that <laughs> one is just the one everyone who, like, lands or is about to leave is like, we have to have in and out because we're here. And I yeah. get it. It's good. Like, it's not it's not the, the greatest thing. And it's like one of those things where I think it'll always evoke the debate of what's the best drive-through hamburger. You know, because yeah. Shake Shack isn't a drive-through so it's not really fair to compare the two because, yeah, Shake yeah. that shit's on another level already. 100. But, 100. yeah, in and out I think it's just I, – I wonder if it's, like, transplants who – because, like, locally, I grew up here. I like in and out yeah. But I, I maybe I get the urge for it, like, if I haven't had it in, like, seven months or eight – like, almost a year. And I'm like, oh, shit, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll pop that, in in and I'm, out I'm, I'm the same way, and it, or it has to be, like, a convenience thing. Oh, there's yeah. no line. Let me right, drop right, right, exactly. I, I, I just I at ten thirty in the lines. morning. <laughs> yeah, but like the one hundred and one diner, mm -hmm. uh, it, it has a burger that's fantastic. It was featured on comedians and cars getting coffee, and when I first moved to LA, I used to live like down the street from the one hundred and one. That's where I would go to eat almost every day, 
And it's like, oh, this is way better than that. You know what I'm saying? Right. But it's also more of a pop, mom and pop operation. So they right. can, uh, there's a little bit more detailing into it. So I just think, that, man, I guess the lines. The lines make it yeah, it's overrated. Yeah. To like me. the thing you always hear is that the price point is like for the money. It's really good because yep. it, it keeps it cheap. You know, it's like in that McDonald's uh, yep. White Castle class of like amount yep. you're spending per meal. But mm-hmm. it's it's still like you're you're you have to go wait. It's not it's not the same as other it's a fast journey. food. What is like something? I, what will you wait in line for? If the drive-through is packed out the back, when do you mean like I don't give a fuck? I'm getting this. Is there or is there anything you feel is worth a drive-through line? Uh, no, not really. Okay, See, not that's really. easy. That's I do uh, taco. Yeah, I yeah. do taco but like Bell Jordan's. Jordan's. Jordan. Like I wait in line. Jordan's seven Raptors. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was For the sure. first. That was the first. Uh, like uh, name brand shoe I ever wore as a kid. So it's like that, but that's an emotional attachment. Right, right, to right. That, you know what I'm saying? Damn. So, and even then, I'm already at a place where I could just get them from StockX. I don't need to go on Journey anymore. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I just looked up the Jordan 7 Raptors. Classics. Yeah, yeah that colorway, man. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Let's, let's take a uh, quick break. We will be right back. And we're back, and you know we haven't really been checking in every day with what's going on uh, with the global pandemic that we're all living through, because it just seems like it's sort of more of the same. But uh, it probably is time to check back in because uh, America just had its highest day of deaths. Um, yeah, yeah, just the worst day in the history of this entire pandemic. I mean, we're, you know, we're steadily heading towards like a 9-11 worth of casualties a day, yep. you know, and wow. it's so, despite that, we're, I don't know why, I think the horror of the initial lockdown was kind of connecting with people, but like, really think about the, th- like, that, multiply those thousands of people who died by the, like, the people that are in their families that are connected to them, and like, think of all that just pain that's emanating from this pandemic and lack of anything being done. And yeah, when you look at all these hospital hospital hospitalizations topped a hundred thousand on Wednesday, um, you know, ICUs across the country, like the situation is getting grim where we're, I constantly read like reports about field hospitals being set up because they have to get ICU like people out of the hospital, put them in there just to kind of be able to handle all the COVID patients. And it's just making it really, uh, a, a dark winter, as they said it would. And I think the thing that's really terrifying is all these deaths that we're seeing now are coming from people that were maybe affected a month, infected a month ago, right? right. So mm-hmm. all these, like when the rates go up of like positive cases that are coming now, like that's why they say these next two to four weeks, this winter is going to be fucking grim because we've, yeah. there are too many people not doing what they have to to stay inside. And also we have a government who is not incentivizing or make doing right by people so they can stay inside. Right. It's just sort of like, yeah. yeah, stay inside if you can afford it. If not, hey, good luck with that. Welcome to America. Um, yeah. And it's just really fucked up right now. Yeah. A request or a order from the local government went out to Angelino's last night that it was a like stay-at-home order, but it 
was a mess. It was yeah. a complete mess. They were like, you can't even go out on foot. Like you can't go out for walks, but you can go to the gym and the stay at home order. They specifically said does not apply to uh, the homeless population, the right. unhoused population, which is like, what the, f- like, how do you put that in there and not feel like a fucking monster? Like that right. you're just like, yeah, but like, obviously, haha. <laughs> You know, they, well, they, if you don't, if there's no home for you, then you know, no, we'll no just catch leave y'all there. Out. It's just a, yeah, Garcetti is, you know, obviously a stellar shit mayor. Uh, yeah. but yeah, that's LA has a, a, a hot streak of bad mayors, so that will continue. And Robert Redfield, the head of the CDC, he's saying that deaths could top 450,000, the death toll total, uh, by February if we don't get our shit together. And, and I mean, the data already suggests it's. 400,000 like to like right, not the really, actual right yeah excess uh, deaths basically exactly and uh you know if even if half of us comply with the guidelines like wearing masks and social distancing and staying at home and things like that he's saying that's pointless even if it's half the people even three-fourths compliance might not be enough in his estimation um and so i just think it's really important that I know we all have lockdown fatigue and shit like that, and we're just trying to carve out ways to sort of feel normal or socialize and things like that. But we really, really have to like normalize this, uh, you know, foregoing certain activities because all we're doing, I mean, like really, when you look at it, it's not just like the uh, medical infrastructure we're taxing. It's these healthcare workers yeah. that we are completely fucking over when we're out there being reckless and people are getting sick and things like that, the things that you hear from these healthcare workers, like they're people who just turning their back on the industry. Just they're like, I can't even fuck with this. It's so dark. Like yeah. I didn't even get into this to watch people die every day, but that's what my job is. And it's preventable or, you know, as much as it can be prevented. So, yeah. Yeah. It's they're at a point where, you know, they have to act like a triage unit and just be like, okay, well that person has a 30% chance of survival and this person has 50. So I just have to let that 30% go. And like, that is, that's not something we should be asking that's, our healthcare workers to have to do. That's, yeah, man, that's grim. And, and it's all, I feel like it's just, just care about your neighbor, dude. Just care yeah. about your neighbor. Like just because you're healthy and stuff doesn't mean that you're necessarily healthy. You could be carrying it. You're just one of the, you're blessed to have a great immune system. Right. You right. know? Yeah. And uh but you're still like, oh, I'm still gonna be out and I'm still gonna behave in, in a different way and whatnot. And uh I think it's also, you know, th- you can do stuff as a city, I feel, that can make people more aware, like, hey guys, we gotta close down this restaurant. But what we're asking you to do is make sure that you're ordering in as much as possible from your local restaurant. And stuff mm-hmm. like that. We can't have the outdoor seating and stuff because I've seen the outdoor seating. I I've, I've been to the outdoor seating, and as soon as you get there, everybody just takes off their mask. It's still floating around you. Spit right. is still, you know, these particles are still floating. They're coming out of your mouth. You're sharing them and whatnot. So I'm guilty of that too. But now they were like, "Oh, we got to shut down." And I feel I have family members that own bodegas and restaurants, and mm, I feel yeah. bad for them, but. You know, the city, especially, man, with the amount of money, let's just stick to California, the amount of money that California has, that I I don't, I, I because I know what we get taxed, especially as an entertainer, and I know that we're one of the richest states in, in the union, 
you know, yeah. and it's like sometimes you just got to take care of your people. Yeah. And we'll stick and we'll stick around and we'll take care of you. We'll take care back of California when we're back, we're all back on our feet instead of this mass exodus that's going on where all these people, you know, are just jumping, not technically jumping ship, but they're like, oh, in Austin, Texas, uh, I don't have to pay that much in taxes off of my $100 million deal. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I'll just be based out of Austin, Texas now, you know, yeah. that that type of deal. So I, I, I just, just be conscious and care, man. Just care about your neighbor, you know? Yeah. Yep. Hard um, thing to do, it seems. That's like the, that's what makes it really fucked up. Is like even something that simple of just being like, it's not really, you know, it's doing it for the good of everybody, right? And mm -hmm. there's still some people like, I, I can't, I'm not really feeling that at all. That's that's what makes me feel even like more just cynical about thing. shit. Yeah, I don't want to wear a mask, dude. I I have trouble breathing when I'm wearing a mask, but I still wear it because yeah. I know I know is is that is 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 I know it helps. It right. helps. Some people tell me, you know, it's a lot of people that are reading stuff uh, that entertains them. You right. know, certain people read stuff that entertains them. So then they come, no, this is all a plot and Bill Gates. And they come with, with they, <laughs> right. I've had friends. I have friends who are like, who are on that. Yeah. They have come with me with theories. And then I just say to them, hey, my guy, are you a doctor? That's right. it. <laughs> Very simply. I, I, I just, are you a doctor right now? No, Orlando, you're being fooled. They're putting, the, uh -huh. are you a doctor? Right. Yeah. Okay. So let me play, let me, let me do this. That's like me coming to you and telling you I got cancer and, and you, and you tell me, oh, that's why your doctor told you. No, nah, dude, you just right. need to drink some wheatgrass because you just, you know, right. your, your intestines are inflamed. That's all I, it is. The funny thing is, I wonder how many there are people who are like tra skilled tradespeople who are willing to dismiss the expertise of a doctor, right? But you come to them in their capacity as like a pipe fitter or a, a technician or a mechanic. Yeah. And you're like, nah, nah, fuck what you're saying, bro. I don't need a new radiator. That's lies, bro. That's right. cap. I don't. Need, I'm driving That's, up out of here. That's fucking conspiracy. Like, I have my own opinions about what yeah. sort of pipe should be fit into. They're this. They're like, really? Yeah, yeah. Okay, then. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Then since That's you're the not. fucking mechanic, but on in yeah. this version, there's like they cannot do that thought experiment, yeah. right? Or the carpenter. The carpenter will come to you with with their carpenter talk. You know. You know what right. you need to do. The way that you cut is you measure twice and you cut once. There you <laughs> you measure right. twice and you cut once. See, you I measure once and cut twice because <laughs> yeah. I read on QAnon that one hundred percent. Oh, yeah. the, oh, I, I'm, I study a different carpenter. His name was Jesus <laughs> Christ. Okay, uh, and the facts that he's spitting those are truths. Okay, I don't know what the fuck Nick Offerman's talking about in his woodworking bullshit. One thousand percent. I do one of these. I, I I I do the cross of the church and I cut. I don't yeah. even look where I'm cut. <laughs> I, mean, I just father, the son, the holy Jesus, Dang. take the wheel and take the circle saw. There um, you go, brother. So, what one story that uh, we've had kicking around on the dock that I think just perfectly sums up, like the how the government and specifically the Republican side of the government is uh, failing to lead during this crisis is uh, the governor of South Dakota, Christy Nome, uh, who's. So she's been, you know, one of the worst, truly one of the worst managers of the pandemic. Uh, it's, Miles, as you pointed out, it's kind of surprising she wasn't tapped by Trump for a larger role. She's been so bad. Yeah. Uh, hates masks, won't make anyone wear them, 
had a giant motorcycle rally at her in her state. And unfortunately, her own 98-year-old grandma passed away at a nursing home where 13 other people had passed away of COVID-related, or 12 other people had passed away of COVID-related symptoms. Uh, But in this block of people who all died from COVID-related symptoms, they are now saying her her grandma's the one who, she didn't die of COVID-related symptoms. It was unrelated to covid Unrelated. Uh, yeah, somehow. They're just so in other words, they're this is just a very specific example where they are they're not even treating like the symptom, they're treating the PR crisis, the result yeah. of yeah. Right. That's that's the only way that they're able to understand the consequences of this. Yeah. And this nursing home apparently like they got the highest marks in terms of what they were trying to do to keep it as safe as possible, given that they were operating in a state where the governor is like actively like encouraging infection, basically with their lack of policies. Mm -hmm. Um, So a lot of people are like, I mean, it's so weird, but they suspect that an asymptomatic staffer brought it in. um, And then around this time when they were kind of seeing that people were getting infected 12 days later, her grandmother was dead. And when they asked the governor's office for comment, they were like, wouldn't talk about the, you know, what the cause of death was. They're just, it's private. And then they said, well, do you, is there anything to say about the 12 other people that passed away in that same nursing home, like around the time of the grandmother? Because that was to do with COVID. They said, quote, they had nothing to add to that. Hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, no matter how you look at it, because, yeah, maybe she could have very well not passed away from COVID. That's entirely possible. But I think yeah. more than anything, it's the lack of empathy, humanity that is being extended even by the governor to even acknowledge, right? Your grandmother passed away in that in that nursing home. That's right. a fact, right? And, and, and in that I, time, I, 12 other people did, but you got nothing to say about anything. Wow. I, I, I want to chime in because I believe in human beings. Mm-hmm. And uh, I want to chime in that she does have empathy and uh, no one wants to lose anybody. And I'm, I, I'm sorry for her loss of her grandmother. And uh, also the families that lost those other 12 people. But I believe that um, holding on to power is uh, very seductive. Mm -hmm. And just, you know, thanks to uh, documentaries like The Social Dilemma and the little bit that you can read across the board Mm -hmm. where like these people, uh, certain people are living in their own bubble of information. It's like. Not that she's ignorant about it, but she's like, I can't really address this because this is going to affect the bubble that I'm in and the people mm. who are going to vote for me when I'm up yeah. for re-election. Right. Oh, totally. You know? Yeah. So it's like, man, politicians is, it, it, being in politics is, you know, your ego has to be at a certain level to be like, yeah. oh, to I'm going like to be this. mayor. It, it starts off good. You know what I'm saying? It starts right. off good. It starts off, you know. I'm going to change the city. I'm going to, it starts Mm -hmm. off good. Then your pockets start getting a little bit fatter because you got great health insurance. You're getting a a, a good wage. Um, People come and back your campaign. You're getting invited to fancier parties. You're wearing nicer clothes. And it's like, yeah, I like this gig. You're treated with a little bit more respect. Oh, that's the mayor or that's the governor or or that's the the senator. Right. Yeah. And, um, and, 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 you know, they get caught up. They get yeah. caught up. That ego, man, that ego is kill a you. special thing. And yeah. it kills other people, too. Because if, yeah, in this instance, she can't acknowledge, because let's say for maybe she, her grandmother did, unfortunately, pass away from COVID. Mm-hmm. Like, that's some shit that if, if human would eat you the fuck up inside. Because you're like, 
damn, like, am I, do I, but then your ego will probably be like, no, 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 just don't worry about that. Don't worry yeah, about yeah. that. Keep that moving because if you start dwelling on that, we won't be here where we need to be, where we can ignore all this you other need shit. To, you need to look past that. We need yeah. to, I know that this is just, it's a casualty right now, but you know, yeah. you're up hey, for real. She was 98 though. She had a good run though. She had she a good got run. She got a good run. 100%. That That's was like what Someone yeah. said that. Yeah. Someone yeah. said that. Oh, for sure. Um, all right. Let's. Go from that very serious, depressing news to uh, the reason for that very serious, depressing news. It, it's truly amazing watching the the Trump, you know, attempt to overturn the election results and just how uncoordinated and poorly executed it all is. Uh, that this was the person who was in charge of our once in a you know generation health crisis and like global crisis um this is the team we had and we're, we're seeing them at work try to subvert the results of this election and it is um like straight up comical like could not be written mm. by the the most ridiculous like writing like comedy writers room it's just so wild how sideways it's gone it feels like 30 rock or something Right, you know it's I mean? gone from feeling like The Office to now feeling like Thirty Rock. Yeah, like we were. Like... Yeah, we were like more <laughs> sort of light touch satire into f- like absurdism. Now, yes, uh, we're fully in the absurdist comedy phase of the Trump legal team's whatever is going on. And yeah, yeah I mean, I don't know where where do we even start. Well, so uh, Trump did a forty six minute <laughs> speech yesterday that was not really worth even listening to other no. than it's just weird that it was he, it was taped it was pre-taped so he didn't like get up in front of anyone he just almost looked like he was in front of a green screen uh gave this speech where he's like this is the most important speech my uh entire presidency just like laid out his talking points almost it i'm wondering like why he's hiding for the most part these days because he used to love getting up in front of the media so much is it just like because he's legitimately sad yeah they ask questions back remember the last time was thanksgiving and he snapped at that dude right don't ever talk to the president like don't you ever talk to your daddy like that yeah and 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 the biggest thing that's going on that i'm sure has affected the his whole being is the actual that he gets up there as the president of the United States, which he still is at this point, he gets up there to speak. And the minute that he starts uh, saying stuff that's not factual, that has to do with, deal with the campaign, the networks pull away. So yeah. I used to, yeah, I used to work for CBS News, and that's so major, dude. You, yeah. they never to pull away from a presidential press conference. And I had the honor of covering Obama when he would come to South Florida. I was cleared by the White House, so I, I got to be in the room. And I'm not just flexing on you. I just found it a real honor that I, that happened and that my background is really that clean that I could do that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and uh, for them, even understanding, I understand to the point that, like, even if they pull away, they still, like, Later on in the news, we'll talk about it. Uh, I don't know if you guys noticed, they were pulling away from him, and they still don't. Even the speech that he did, 46 minutes, they only gave you little bits. Yeah, yeah very or little at all. Coverage. They were like, yeah. y'all don't and, need, and, actually and, need to see that shit. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, this isn't factual and everything. And, and like, I've never in my time that I've been alive and 
seen a president. I've never seen the total, like the media, even his supportive media, some like Fox News, be no, we got to pull away. We can't. Right. Yeah. We can't. Air it's become this. too much now. But yes, it's, it's become, weird though that they did. It's now, you know, because there's shit that was just as ridiculous, yeah. not true, inflammatory, you know, yeah. not nonsense. But they were like, I guess now because the the power is waning, you know, it's like, well, you know, he's, yeah. he's shrinking in size, so we can handle it. We can weather the storm a bit more. But I don't yeah. know, man. It's so he taped this himself. He got to release it himself. Uh, he can put it up on Twitter, and Twitter won't take it down. So right. you can watch the whole thing on Twitter. You can watch it on whatever other yeah yeah Facebook, the, yeah, Facebook and there's other um, there's other little you know other Streaming. apps that are coming up that yeah. I don't want to talk about that are carrying. And, you know, I, I, I had to go down a rabbit hole and be like, Twitter, if I say something that's out of, out of base, you will block me or you will suspend my account. How come this is not done for the president yeah. of the United States? And Twitter's reply is, um, he's a leader of, yeah. uh, Oh, he's he's a major leader of a country. Yeah, yeah, he's a major leader of a country. So even though some of the stuff he's saying is not false, all we can do at this time is just put the negative. Yeah, right. So there's also talks that after he leaves office, will Twitter still hold that? They gotta pull up? that motherfucker because like the just saying, just putting the label that it's misinformation every once in a while, like an hour after yeah. it's up and everybody's already retweeted it. That shit yeah. isn't enough. Like, and to some still... people, it's looking like a explicit lyrics advisory warning on the album yeah, cover. Where exactly. They're like, yeah, because there's because he's spitting that fucking heat. You want to put that tag <laughs> on? It's like, oh, shit. oh right. and they switched up, which now it just says, you know, election not factual it's like a little thing at right. the bottom during the election days they were completely putting that over his tweet yeah like right. so you actually had to click click on it to see the tweet yeah and go through this whole journey and that wasn't getting so i'm pretty sure you know just an educated guest they weren't getting enough clicks and they were like okay we need to go back to showing the tweet and we right. just cover we cover our base you know what I'm saying? I still, I, I get, you know, I'm sure everybody got the new Twitter update where it says, you know, we may, in order for you to have this free service, we have to make money from advertisers. Right. You know what I'm saying? I, I just recently got that uh, update from Twitter. Yeah. Well, let's uh, take a quick break and then we'll come back and talk about uh, what happened in Michigan, which was uh, less scripted and more off the cuff. More and, improv. Yeah, more improv and uh, absolutely hilarious. And we're back. So Rudy Giuliani is continuing to pursue uh, the the idea that the election was fraudulent by bringing out some uh, star witnesses. He was at a hearing in Michigan, so he brought forth a, a whistleblower who seemed to be legitimately drunk, um, and we'll hear from her in a moment. He also brought forward another who said she thinks uh, all Chinese people look alike as an mm. argument for using voter IDs. Um, there was a guy. Oh, wow. I didn't. Yeah. I, I read like some of this stuff that was being said, and that seemed like a joke, but also in line with the real shit I read. But wow. Okay. Yeah. No, she's straight up. Go off, Patriot. Um, there was a guy who was there to report that the counting room was very hot. 
Um, and like that was it. Like they, I think people were waiting for how this connected back to the fraud, the claims of fraud, and that was never <laughs> made evident. There was a woman who testified that she saw an Asian man bring in a box of ballots uh, in line with what would happen during an election. Uh, and, but that's it. That was right. the entirety of her testimony was that uh, an Asian man brought in a, a box of ballots. There was another guy uh, who was like, I saw the I saw the steal happening. And then they're like, are you a poll watcher? No. And then he's talking about the Obama's like reign of destruction was was hand in hand with Dominion voting machines. Like, what's your testimony? He's like, oh, I just saw these signs at a rally that yeah. were suspicious. I'm like, OK, yeah. thanks for wasting there was a part where Rudy audibly farted. Um, again, fantastic. Did he? It's fantastic. I can't. I mean, it almost seems like it's so absurd that I'm like, it's this has so to be absurd. Edited. This dude's I'd, farting as he's. This <gasps> is me. that 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 was my exact response. I went. I watched it. I was like, they had to have added that. But like the people who were tweeting the video were like, you know, straight up media people. Like they're not. They're not people who are just uh, here to. We need the around. minutes of this uh, of this hearing. <laughs> and you, but like when you look at the video, the moment he farts, the woman who is in frame next to him, her eyes like dart up from whatever she's doing to him, like in yeah. surprise. Yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, here we'll just play both farts because okay. you know this is a show about the culture. I will. I will. I will ask that he be he be disciplined for that. First of all, there's one. First, okay, that was one little one. I mm. demand he be disciplined for that. <laughs> like, come on. Like, that's a fucking you. Like, Cannot they're, they're be being true, right? punctuated like a writer would if you're doing like you're writing a script. You're like, yeah, and he says it. Fart. Um. Okay. Then I guess round two. Uh, we'll give a little bit more lead time, and this one is the one that causes the next snap. Uh, because the fart was so loud. Barr and others who have disproven a lot of well, I gave uh, you the answer. Point of order. The answer that I gave you is they didn't bother to interview a single witness. Just mm. like you, they don't want to know the truth. Yo, she... <laughs> she, and so at cold. that exact moment, her eyes... That's, what? That, huh? Exactly. Oh, that's the perfect, that's the perfect example. A long time ago, it got taught to me that when something happens... Don't just focus right away on their, on what's happening. Like, open your eyes even bigger to try to capture the whole environment. <laughs> yeah. So she let me know that what I was hearing was not fake. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She was, let me know. Oof. She was like, oh, this is legit. Yeah, right and here. she she was like, again, if this is a like single camera comedy show, that's a fucking yeah. cut. You punch into her reaction to the fart. Yes. Like, yeah. And then she just looks up, and then you go her back face, to her. And then looks at the camera. Her yeah. face said it all. Her face said he farted, and it was wet. She basically did Jim <laughs> from the office, like yeah. like breaking the fourth wall, kind of like, mm? yeah, yeah. The dude farted. Uh, and then Love this it. other woman, we, we saw her before. She was the one who- we, She is we, the star. She's the, the star. star she witness. was the one who even, I believe- it was Janine Pirro or Laura Inger. One of those Fox hosts had a hard time even understanding her when she went on Fox like a few weeks ago. Yes. Being like, oh, they didn't have food at the polling place. So then they yeah. brought it in. It was ballots. So she's so I mean, we'll her play testimony a bit opens her. with her complaining that they made her park in a parking garage and then get take a shuttle to the vote counting. Because so she's a tech. She was a the reason she is supposedly a witness. She's a freelance tech consultant who was brought in to uh, monitor the the election, and she's she's pissed and seemingly drunk. 
I'll just, I don't even know where to start. I'll just start in a, I'm just going to close my eyes and put the cursor in a part of her testimony because <laughs> all of it is as equally as disturbing and alarming. Off that by 30,000? I'd say that poll book is off by over 100,000. That poll book? Why what? don't you look at the registered voters on there? How many registered voters are on there? Mm. Did you do you even know the answer to that? No, I guess it's, I'm trying to get to the bottom zero. of this here. Zero. There's zero. So, my question then is if the guess how many? Wait, what about what about how what what, what about the turnout rate? Oh. Okay, at this point, even Rudy Giuliani is reaching over. Starts hey, tapping Ma, her. Hey, hey, yeah. Ma, you gotta you gotta you gotta you gotta tone that down a little bit. You can't just be interrupting. This is this is a Rather testimony. Chill. Yeah, you can't just be this cutting is, them you've off. You've been like that. you've been you on the sauce again. Yeah, you exactly. on the sauce. What I say? Right. You said I that, you said no drinking. You no said drinking. That was water. Not before. That was vodka. <laughs> Damn, girl. Fine, but just. All right, do do a fart or something though. What do you say? That was Listerine with food. What? <laughs> that was vodka yeah. in that Listerine oh, bottle. <laughs> what with a little bit of fruit coloring? Oh, food coloring. You. Oh yeah. <laughs> this I, is later on is when it gets real testy. I mean, I'll just play another clip. I'm just saying the numbers are not off by thirty thousand votes. So I know what are you I saying saw. That they're filling in. I know what minutes? I saw, and I signed something saying that if I'm wrong, I can go to prison. Mm. Did you? That's what we call motherfucking bars right there. Bars. <laughs> did you? Wow. I ain't saying, did you? I mean, she has the hair of like, you know, somebody who just had to roll out of bed and go to court. Like, it's the right. weird updo, the glasses, the vibe. They have a lot of useful idiots um, in this like whole legal procession that's going through. Because I also just want to draw people's attention. They have, there's another the Kraken was released. I don't know if you heard about this dude. Fucking folk hero Jesse Morgan is a person Jesse. that they say he knows what was going on because he was a subcontractor for the Postal Service and he drove ballots that were completely doctored and he knows. And I just want to show, just play a quick thing because the president was also amplifying. So um, in total, I saw 24 Gaylords or large cardboard containers of ballots loaded into my trailer. These Gaylords contain plastic trays, I call them totes, but trays will work, of ballots stacked on... Anyway, he got up there to basically be another person, to be a whistleblower, to say, I saw fake-ass ballots with my own, and, too, okay? Yes, and I'm educated because I know the word Gaylord. Exactly. I know what it And means. I didn't snicker because it's a technical yeah. term. Please grow up. Yeah. Um, and I call him toast after <laughs> tote my goat. <laughs> so the thing with this guy, though, is he is this man likes the camera a little bit. And it yeah, also he tends to dabble in, you know, the kinds of activities, you know, where you sort of swear that an impossible thing is true. And you even have receipts, quote unquote, in the form of just lying, because this dude is also a ghost hunter. And he has yes. been on YouTube with his family. He's, this is from the Daily Beast who did some research on this man. He said, quote, Morgan's first success came with a 2016 video about a, quote, shadow person, end quote, living in his basement from where he claimed he, to hear strange noises. Quote, I will not raise my daughters in a place that is haunted, Morgan declares in the video, dubbed shadow person caught on camera. And so this dude also went on, him and his brothers, they had like an amateur fucking ghost hunter documentary. They tried to get crowdfunded. And the it it did. I'm looking on Amazon. The reviews are awful. Uh, people are just saying like interesting. This is what's so funny about this. Just the title of this 
review sums everything up about this man and this whole Giuliani legal thrust. The the title of the review is interesting, but not enough evidence. Yes. On their yes. documentary about being fucking it's called The Shadows Amongst Us. And does he did he just find out about movies. shadows? Like is it is the shadow person just his shadow? I mean do you think people who looked at the video, it just looked at a dude you know like when you know there's like green guy, those like lycra suits people wear? That's like a full right. body suit that covers your head and everything and just sort of makes you like a form of a solid color. It looks mm. like a dude in like a black body suit and he's calling him a, like, and you're like, I'm pretty, okay, whatever. Just do your shitty Blair Witch Project video. So that's, right. who's, that's what they got out I'll, here. Yeah, I'm enjoying all these people, man. I personally, I'm enjoying them. I know what, I know when, when uh, I'm old enough to remember the circus, the circus doesn't really exist anymore, but yeah. uh, I used to remember uh, the circus used to come into town. Uh, I'm originally from Miami, Florida, and they used to part of the celebration of the circus was that they would come with their wagons, Ringling Brothers, and you would just see these big uh, trains roll into town, and it would cut through the middle of the city. Oh, and everyone's like, "Wow, the circus it, is in town!" Wow, the circus is there, and yeah. then you kind of like every once in a while you you get a peek at what behind the the tents, what it looks like, how they're living, and you're like, ah. <laughs> I don't know about the circus life. Yeah, you know? yeah. a little grim. And yeah. uh, and this is a great, you know, I, I it might have been like Walter Cronkite or someone uh, that they were speaking uh, earlier on that um, this particular group of people that are in office now and and by the leader of the free world at this time, uh, John o, Donald J. Trump is they're very good at throwing the dead cat at the, on the table, mm -hmm. uh, which is a negotiation technique, which is an argument technique that when something's not going your way, uh, you basically throw a dead cat on the table and the conversation kind of ends. Right. And no one's paying attention at the real issue. They're just looking at this dead cat on the table. So I we're use that tactic every day of my life, man. Yeah. Every day. Literally. I use that with every <laughs> argument of my wife. The back, your <laughs> trunk of your car yeah. stinks. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you there know. you go, man. So this is, uh, this is I, I'm taking that for what it is. It's entertainment. I also know there's the damage that it's causing because there are, again, just uh, uh, throwing it back to the Social Dilemma documentary, uh, there are people who are just watching this. Yeah, and they're right. not watching anything else, and they're not reading anything else, and they're not sharing anything else but this, and this is what's being done. And that... Uh, we joke about it, but that mic drop that she had, I signed the paper. That, did you? Did yeah. you? Did you? Because if, if I'm lying, that paper says that I go to jail. And if you're in that bubble, you're like, you, that's what I'm, this woman is ready to go to jail for freedom. Yeah. Because right. she is, she's not lying, you know. Well, I'm so, down for my, is you though? Yeah. I seen everything I'm but God. Like, oh, I love when these things come to light. Uh, the uh, 50 Cent the other day, um, you know, allegedly, uh, he went on a show and he talked about how he got the he got the phone call from the Trump campaign. This is uh, on. He talks about it on tape, so I'm sure people can look it up. And 50 Cent, you know, that that price tag was a million dollars. The oh, they paid him a million dollars for that. No, no, they offered him. They offered him. They he did not take it, and he didn't go. And as a as a businessman, uh, he said I had to weigh the option of taking this million dollar, 
burden of him. And, but am I going to be able to bounce back? And right. they and it's funny because they made fun of Little Wayne and they go, so Little Wayne took the million dollars and he said he probably got more because he wore the hat and he went on the road. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, Little Pimp, Little Pump also must have got his check yeah, too. But you know, yeah, yeah, it's like uh, he wasn't in the same the, numbers, but yeah, yeah, it, those streaming, yeah, yeah. Little Pump probably he's in the he's in the fifty thousand. Like is he platinum? 000. What do you mean SoundCloud? Yeah. What SoundCloud? No, yeah, no, no, I need platinum, platinum artists, platinum artists. <laughs> But 50 Cent did come out and say like that he recommended Trump over Biden because of the tax plan, right? Yeah, he did like uh, a soft endorsement. A soft that, endorsement? He, yeah. So no, I don't know he got paid. Yeah, he, he paid. went along the lines of what he just said. Uh, he went along the li- very soft, like you just guys said. He didn't, te- he didn't even mention Trump. He just stuck to Biden's. And he yeah. was like, Biden's plan, you know, I'm going to end up paying close to like 62%. Right. In taxes at the end of the day, mm. you know, uh, once again, and that scares a lot of people. And because everybody thinks that they're going to make uh, everybody and I wish that everybody would make. But the reality is not everybody's going to hit 400,000 a month, uh, a year. Right. Four hundred thousand dollars. So when you're getting and I and I also feel for those individuals that have worked hard their whole life. And so it's kind of like that's a that's a uh above my intellect type of conversation but in basic terms it's like i do feel for people that have worked hard their whole life now they're making a certain amount of money now you're trying to tax them to an extreme amount it whatever extreme it is to them i don't got to worry about that i'm not in that tax bracket i'm just chilling (laughs) i'm trying to I'm trying to stay as low key as possible. Exactly, like you're like, yeah. Orlando, we're gonna pay you this much. Nah, no, 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 no. We're not gonna do that. It got to be me. under four hundred, bro. I can't, yeah, 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 I can't yeah, be popping yeah, up yeah, like that. Yeah, I don't need. I more learned than that. that a long time ago when I was a war- hourly employee. After a certain time, overtime, you're just giving money back. Right, so, right. Th- right. There you go. Play the margins. All right, real quick, let's hop back into uh, COVID news because Interpol is warning of possible mafia involvement in <laughs> vaccines and vaccine heists. This is just, this shouldn't like change how you feel about the vaccines. Everybody should get it the second it's available to you. Um, yeah. But this is just something that the U.S. is managing to fuck up also, uh, is how we secure these vaccines. Because, um, you know, the mafia, anytime there's something that's extremely valuable and there is not a like very defined system for distribution. The mafia uh, organized crime of any sort is going to try and jump in there and take advantage of the situation. Um, And the U S has put uh, ice in charge of fighting uh, vaccine related fraud in the United States for some reason. Um, And in addition to being just like a barbaric institution predicated on cruelty, uh, it's just wild that they would be put in charge of anything to do with COVID uh, yeah. when their detention centers have been like literally overrun with the virus at like far higher rates than prisons, 13 times higher rate than the U.S. population. Yeah. Um, and that's with the numbers they're reporting. The true numbers are probably worse, uh, but there's a lack of transparency and no testing. But yeah, they, they've been the site of mass outbreaks and... Uh, our writer J.M. hit the streets in Canada to report this. Apparently in 1959, when the polio uh, vaccine was just being distributed in Montreal at the height of the of a polio outbreak, some armed men broke into a, 
a uh, lab and stole 75,000 doses of the vaccine. Um, and they like went and recovered it in a refrigerator somewhere. Uh, I mean, how but, are you going to sell hot vaccines? That's right. You know what I mean? It's, like it's, it seems I'm trying to think of the market. I mean, I get it probably for rich people, you know, where they're like, yo, do you have some of those on deck? Okay. Can I get like right. 14 of those? But like, are you, is somebody, you know, selling like Lucy vaccines at the bodega or something like that? I don't know. Like where, <laughs> where is that? How does, how do you profit off of stealing like 75,000 doses of a vaccine? Yeah. It's, it's a, uh, seems like a convoluted way to try to make money, but you know, desperate times. No, actually they're gonna, I'm sure you'll you find know, a way, you know, my, they'll find a way to sell it. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm. I'm just like now you gotta bring back all these retired guys, you know, because the new mafia doesn't know how to do truck hijackers. <laughs> yeah, right. They're new mafias at the gas station trying to steal credit card right. numbers from the little swiping yeah. machine. They're, you always they're gotta like, yank on it. I always yank on it. Yeah, gotta yeah, make sure yeah, it doesn't I, come out. The card yeah, reader. I, I no, I actually yeah, I yank on it too. And you always uh, inside tip. Uh, you always use the pumps that are facing the cashier. Right, because they can see him. You yeah, know. yeah, not the first. Yeah, because they won't. They won't. Because it it does. It's a process. It's still a certain amount of time you got to spend at the pump installing it. So you always use that. Uh, you always use that. So I just think they're they're gonna have to call these old guys, man. The Sammy, the Bulls, and 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 the, hey, <laughs> right? man, how I mean, do we do? Yeah, you, Louis Meatballs. What's the deal? Yeah. A vaccine well, heist movie with yeah. like where oh. you have to bring out the old guys from the retirement oh, home to shit, stage man. the heist. Yeah. Robert no. Duvall. Yeah. Robert Get Duvall. Get old ass Robert Duvall. Yeah. You can't make and, these. I've heard of things going viral, but you can't make these vaccines digital. Oh, you shit. can't. Oh, this is tangible God. products. You can't transfer this on the web. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Uh, uh, and they, they get partnered up. They get partnered up with a bunch of young guys who are trying to be all techie. And right, right. it's like tech and everything. Justin so Wong. Right. Well, what we have to do is follow the driver to his home. Right. And then, you know, take his wallet, get his driver's license, you know, and tell him that we know where he lives. And then the young guy's like, well, we know where he lives. Yeah, we know we where know he lives. Driver. And we already we hacked him. him. We, Look, we set up a fake yeah. OnlyFans to get him to subscribe yeah, yeah. to. We got all his info. We have all this info. Okay, so that's out of the way. Okay. Now, <laughs> what, we need guns. Oh, where do we get those? That's, that'll be the question. <laughs> right, right. We, well, we just print them. We, <laughs> we have guns. 3D printed them. <laughs> we, we have, Grandpa, we printed. You mean you have guns? Yeah, we 3D printed all the, the guns. <laughs> okay. That ain't no gun. This is a gun. <laughs> this is a gun. That's an artillery yeah. cannon. So what do, you, what do you guys need me for? You got everything figured out. Huh? We need someone to drive the truck, Grandpa. Yeah. None of us drive. All we know how to do is That's Uber right. and Lyft. Yeah. That's all we know. Uh, and then finally, in news that doesn't matter to anyone, uh, there is a culture war, a Bruin, around uh, the, the latest in the Hershey's Kisses Bells commercials. Yep. I mean, these have been a mainstay since the late 80s where the Hershey's Kisses are in the shape of like a Christmas tree and then you pick each Hershey's Kiss up and it like rings a bell. They're like self-playing and then the one note that's playing at dun, 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 and then it's like it wipes its head with the little flag like whew, yeah. at the end. That shit was, yeah. you know, the goat stop motion animation that commercial came out in 89 and has been playing since then. And yes. now there is an update. And I put a photo, a screen grab of the update. 
that has sent the fucking, you know, conservatives obviously into a hissy fit because as you can see, it looks like the hand of a black child is picking up one of the kisses at the end. And in this new commercial, it's sort of like doing the same thing, except they do it to like transition to a little girl, like picking it up and she's with her dad and it's like this black family. Da, 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 da. So cue the white outrage and q uh, q yeah q q and on there's some of the comments on the youtube videos on twitter are things like i don't mind an additional holiday commercial for hershey's but warping the classic bells commercial sucks another one mm -hmm. the perfect representation of 2020 completely ruined another one look forward to original every year why change it don't ruin it. Just make a separate commercial. Another one. Hershey's redoing their Christmas commercial is personally the last straw of 2020 <laughs> for me. I simply cannot go on without hearing the little Hershey kiss sigh after the performance of his lifetime. <laughs> they even gendered the fucking Hershey's kiss. I mean, it Come makes on, sense that like, racism is like a thing that fragile people feel uh and like the fact that these folks are this like fragile is yeah yeah they i'm just telling can't, you that can't do it whenever you see those videos like racist people getting in people's faces whenever people are like y'all are losing or whatever like hey be mad because america's changed that's the one they can never respond to you right. know what i mean like it's always like yeah well you're this and they're like bro stay mad because uh this country is gonna look more like this person you're yelling at <laughs> sorry yes. Uh, so, Sorry. you know, the, the, the clock is ticking. Uh, no matter how much you scream, there will be commercials because capitalism knows how to adjust to the cultural moment. Yes, it is. Oh, man. yes, it does. And these comments, man, man just, <laughs> man, I, man, I, I, I love the, I love the internet and I dislike the yeah, internet right. at the same time, man. They just gave voices to like, this is, this is, these comments is that weird person that lived in your neighborhood. Now he gets to right. say it where, you know, millions of people get to hear it. Before, it just used to be, you know, me and my friends riding the bicycle in front of his house. Right. Did you see? They changed the Hershey's all commercial. Right, all right, Bill. Uh, and then you would just, all right, yeah. Thomas, you're all right. Ah, I didn't go to Korea for this. Right. You know what I mean? Dude, I'm just trying to pedal my bike to the park. What's going on, dude? And that was it. Your day was over. Yeah. But now he's amplified, man. He's amplified. Yeah. Dude. They got, they got, and they found each other too. That's the other thing. They can all congregate yeah. and and, the, and gas each other up in this like anger spiral. Yeah. The oh, thing my favorite so... thing to do. My favorite thing, like on my social media, sometimes one of my favorite things is, uh, like, I might post something, like a picture or something, and I know people. Or is somebody's gonna feel a certain way about it, and I just turn off the comments mm -hmm. on it because in my head they're just at home losing their mind. Yeah, because they, can't they can't comment. comment right, right, right. On uh, you know what I'm saying because it's a, it's you know one of my good friends, Forrest Shaw. Uh, he uh, performed on Conan, and people just went in on him on the comments, and then that developed a whole nother show. And it's like you can't let me. Let me let me go see what else people comment on. And it's like a baby learning how to walk for the first time <laughs> or oh a baby recognizing that he has hands and like right, third comment in, not impressed. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like what is that? Get it together, dude, shithead. Yeah, dude, not impressed. <laughs> a baby just recognized that he has hands and he can move them.
mad impressed. There's so much overlap, by the way. This is completely off topic, but there's so much overlap between what it's like to be on drugs and what it must be like to be a kid. Because like there the sense the of idea wonder. that Yeah, the sense of wonder and just like finding <laughs> your hands and being so fascinated by your hands. I think about that all the time because my like four year old and two year old are always saying shit that is just like thing thoughts that I had when I was way too high. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean the thing about the com- Hershey's commercial is that you know, the, these commenters must be so mad because they took down the previous commercial, right? You can't find it anywhere? No, that- no, that's not oh. even the case. They're doing both to the point right. of the... Com- I don't mind if there's a... Well, asshole, guess yeah. what? They're, they're guess are what? playing the OG one, too, because I still see that shit. And I was just talking to Her Majesty. We're like, yo, they still play this fucking commercial. Right. Damn, fuck yeah. yeah. Well, I have to go and, to... Uh... And at the same time, at the same time, the, the, you know, let's not... Uh, uh, I feel a certain type of way, but there's also, you know, we all know this also. There's also geo marketing. So wherever this guy saw this, that ad is not going to play and they're just going to play the original one. And right. us here in LA, we're going to see this one and we're, it's going to be dope. And we're like, yo, this is so dope. Right, right. But let's right. say Irvine is not going to see this commercial. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's, they become very strategic about right. this now. So it's like, so we're not going to play that in Newport like, Beach either. Yeah, yeah, but we're like, oh, Hershey's is so woke, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> they're doing it, you know, they're moving the ball forward. And it's like, yeah, they're moving the ball forward kind of where it doesn't. Right. Need That's a really to be good moved. point, though. You know what I'm saying? They yeah, just painted I mean, with all the motion lines on the ball. <laughs> so it appears like it's moving. When the <laughs> when they have, like, because, you know, credit cards, smart TVs, these are all actually their number one business now is data collection so that they can like market to you smarter, like you're saying, and like geotarget. I'm just wondering, like, do they have a box that they check for like racist? Like this person is racist. They must, right? Yeah, I mean, I think it's like, yeah, I think it's euphemistic probably. Right. I don't know if it's yeah, gone there. Because yeah. it's same with like the Cambridge Analytica stuff. It's like if you ticked three boxes, you could like triangulate them. So right. I mm-hmm. think it'd probably be the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Orlando, this has been so fun having you, man. Where can uh, people find you, follow you, experience you? Uh, all across social media. Hey, Lando, and experience me if you want, if you would like to. Uh, right now, my album, Adorable, is out streaming on all streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, Pandora, wherever you stream your music, or if you want to buy it, it's also accessible. And my also my comedy special is airing on HBO Max. If you type in Orlando Labor, uh, my comedy special should pop up on HBO Max. Damn. Boom. Uh, is there a tweet or some other work of social media you've been enjoying? No, not right now. I, I can't. Nothing comes to mind. Okay. Um, Miles, where can people find you and follow you? And what's a tweet you've been enjoying? Oh, find me on Twitter, Instagram at Miles of Gray. Also, the other podcast, Four Twenty Day Fiance, where we're just talking ninety day fiance, getting faded. You know how it is. Uh, let's see a tweet that I like. I do have one. Let me pull it up. Uh, a couple tweets. First one from John Gabris at Gabris said, "Finally living in LA and having three plus podcasts finally pays off. I've got carte motherfucking Blanche." <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, multiple podcast people. And then uh, Julia Sharp at Julia Sharp tweeted, I think people in Los Angeles are finally starting to get the message that everyone but them should stay home. Mm. Uh, yeah, that's still definitely people. People got the confidence of uh, I don't know what, where it's like, oh, that doesn't apply to me still. So you know, we all mm-hmm. we all need to do that for the sake of others. Yeah, yeah. Um, some tweets I've been enjoying. Uh, Josh Pugh tweeted, "Oh, oh, I'm a vaccine. Give me approval." Pathetic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and. Zach Reinhardt tweeted, Michael Myers walked so that Jamie Lee Curtis could run. Oh. Uh, <laughs> thoughtful. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes. Where we link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as the song we ride out on. Miles, what are we riding into uh, this Friday afternoon upon? Uh, we did a track, I think, last week from Diamond Cafe, because it's just giving you those like easy R&B, princey vibes uh, that we need so dearly going into the weekend. Uh, and this track from Diamond Cafe is called Good Enough. It's got a nice little drum beat to it. You got the falsetto going on in there. So, yes, check out Diamond Cafe Good Enough. Mm. All mm. right. Mm. We're going to ride out on that. The Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That is going to do it for this morning. We're back this afternoon to tell you what's trending heading into the weekend, and we will talk to you all then. Bye. Bye. Oh.